Because we do such a good job here on SAFM, Sia Klose decided to elevate us, so we will not be in conversation with him, but rather the minister himself, Dr. Sia Bongatwelem. Good evening, sir. How are you? Ah, good evening. Uh, how are you? Uh, I couldn't be better, thank you. I voted today, so at least I mean I should be in your good books, and I still use my green barcoded ID from the year 2000. Can you imagine? Oh, no, it's still, still valid, but we'll encourage you to go and apply for your smart card. It comes back very quickly. Let's talk about the fact that 44,000 people alone today collected temporary IDs. I mean, that is just amazing work. And it just really does go to show that for most parts, if any department in this country wants to do something, it can. Yes, uh, our offices were all opened, and uh, we opened extended hours, and uh, we didn't have any glitches. Even if where there were issues with electricity, we were able to restore it and uh, continue to give services to our people. I'm very much encouraged that people, be those who lost their IDs, they came for TICs. Those who collected their IDs, they came. And even the green IDs which have been sitting in our office for long, they, 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 they came and collected. But the biggest number which we have was, and also was the smart cars, they increased quite a lot. Uh, and uh, if you check, for instance, the last three days, uh, we had uh, we issued more than 137,000 documents in our office during these uh, extending hours to assist the voters. And uh, all our offices were functioning well. I visited some, and we're monitoring the whole country. Minister Kwele, you have issued close to 140,000 citizens, either with yes. permanent or temporary identification certificates and or documents. This is just all in lieu of the elections. What this does tell me, as it should every South African, is the Department of Home Affairs, and yesterday we were having a conversation with Lucia Koza about going yes. paperless at the branch in Stellenbosch. This is one department that is embracing not only technology, but the times. People don't have time to wait two, three, four, five months for such important documents. It can happen in a matter of mere hours. Can we expect yes. this to happen beyond the election? We, yes, the temporary, for instance, temporary ID certificate, they happen, you get them on the spot. Our IDs, you remember previously, people used to wait for three months to get an ID. Now it takes about a maximum of 10 days. Most of them come back within one week with the smart IDs. And uh, the delay is usually caused by those who don't respond to our SMSs. And uh, But some of them, because they are at work, we understand that people don't get time off to come to our offices. And that's why some of them took these extended hours, uh, full advantage of them, so they can come and collect their documents. But of course, and it's also, not good. we yes. continue to help. You remember when people are facing disasters like fires, like the flood we recently had in KZN, Today, we had other people, disaster management center in Kazakhstan, who couldn't come because they were either at work last week when we were issuing this document. We issued now a total of 545 uh, free documents for those who were victims of floods in Kazakhstan. We all issued almost 300 uh, from those who were flood victims in Or Kambo in the Eastern Cape.
there are those people, and this is true because I had a certain Mr. Raymond Perrier, who's the director of the Dennis Hurley Center, saying that there were a couple of persons who were homeless. Gentrification taking place in KZN. Police officers seize their goods, including identification certificates and IDs, burning them. That's a real travesty of justice. No, that, that would be quite bad because as government, we should be always assisting the, the victims because when you lose everything, uh, when you lose everything, that's why you need our assistance most. That's why we always waiver the fees. They don't have to pay any fees like we do to our elderly people. They don't pay any fees when they're collecting our documents. Let's talk about the fact that, I mean, I just want to go back to an earlier submission that you made, that some of the persons who want to otherwise access the facilities and services of the Department of Home Affairs cannot do so because of them being at work. That's just not a problem that's leading up to the election. That's going to be a problem of tomorrow, next week, next month, next year. Going forward, systemically, what are the changes that are necessary to curtail this issue in terms of allowing persons who've got these, well, not even problems, because these are not problems. They are contributing to the economy. How can we work with them to contribute better? Yeah. Sometimes uh, we do open on Saturdays. Uh, We normally first have to announce to allow people to come to our offices and uh, to allow them to come and do. But what we are trying to do is to try and digitize even application, like we're starting with our passport now, so that you don't have to come to our offices, particularly when you have got your fingerprints, because the fingerprints are the biometric we need the most. Uh, for most of the application, you can do, we are trying to do, see if people can do them online, we are running the trial now that if you have got access to Internet, then you can just make application if you have got your biometric with us already. Mr. Gwela, final thoughts from you. What can we expect in the next couple of days? Is there more work that the Home Affairs Department can still do in contributing to the integrity of these elections? Or is, per se, your work done now and it's all up to the IEC? Uh, it's all up to IEC. IEC sometimes sent some 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 uh, citizens for verification. For instance, today there were 173 people were referred by IEC because they want to verify uh, the status of a person. Uh, we always that's why our hours were totally aligned with the hours of the IEC. We'll be closing now at nine, and uh, but anyone who's still in line before nine will be seen by our officials. Uh, we then revert to normal working hours because we have to pay our employees. Because remember, our employees are also workers. Yes. Uh, they they have to work overtime uh, in order to give these services to our people. But uh, what we are trying to do is also to expand our office network. Uh, from now, we have about 412 to expand it so that we can reach more people and small towns instead of people who have to travel long distances to our offices. Almost every month we're opening an office, a new office at Home Affairs. Long may that continue. This is a great legacy of the Department of Home Affairs, and if truth be told, it is one department that a mere 15 years ago was an absolute headache for a majority of people. Right now, in proverbial terms, 
It's a toast of time. Thank you so much, Dr. Sebong Atkwela, Minister in the Department of Home Affairs. Thank you. Thank you, and you and the listeners. Thank you. Thank you so much, sir, and all the best to you and your endeavours beyond. We don't know whether or not you'll be the Minister of Home Affairs, but nonetheless, job well done. This account is certainly one of those stories that we want to tell as a nation. It's 21 Hours. It's Greg Hose with the news.